everyone, my name is Kim, and welcome to the first official episode of Moon Dragon's Bookshelf. Today, I want to talk about The Kiss of Deception, the first book in the Remnant Chronicles by Mary E. Pearson. This book is about a girl, a princess to be exact, named Laia, who decides on the day of her wedding that she is going to run away and live a non-royal life. She has never met this man that she's supposed to marry before, which is the main reason that she runs away. And she is followed by two men, and one of them is an assassin sent by her country's enemy to kill her and the other man is the prince that she was supposed to marry. And the fun part about this book is that we don't know who is who until it is revealed to Laia, which means that we get to see her interact with these two people and build relationships with them without knowing who they are and seeing how that impacts her relationship with them versus had she known these relationships probably never would have happened and seeing how they react knowing who she is. I ended up giving this book four stars overall. However, up until the last 80 or so pages, it really was a three star book for me. It was that last 80 pages that made me really excited to actually pick up the next book. And I think the main reason there is that this first book in the series was a lot of setup and a lot of world building. However, I don't feel like I know a whole lot about the world itself. I feel like we got a whole lot of setup of the characters and the relationships between the characters. But I do feel like this book would have benefited a lot more by explaining what it is that the gift is. And I would really like to know what happened to the ancients that led to this world, like this society that they have now. I just don't think we got that. Now, to be fair... We do get a little bit of an explanation on some of this stuff when Laia and the group of characters that she's with at the time spend time in the Vagabond camp and we do get a little bit of an explanation on some of the background of the world and what the gift is, but I honestly feel like the book overall would have benefited a little bit more had we gotten some of that information earlier and if it had been expanded on a little bit. I was honestly considering up until the last 80 pages whether or not I wanted to continue with the series and if I was basing it solely off of the fact that it took me three months to read this book if it weren't for the fact that I bought the entire series at once I probably wouldn't have and I probably would have been fine waiting a couple months to pick up the next book since I do have the next book in the series, I will be hopefully picking that up soon. And the last 80 pages of the book did make me excited to figure out what happens next. Because I feel like now that we have the world building and the setup and the character setup out of the way, we are going to get more of the plot and maybe more of that information that wasn't there in the beginning. I honestly can't wait until we find out what happens next because 
we left off in this book on a bit of a cliffhanger and a big reveal had just happened and I won't talk about what that big reveal was because spoilers but we had a big reveal and it was honestly pretty satisfying when you consider what built up to that reveal and now what that reveal can do for these characters that were involved. So I do hope to pick up that book soon so that I can figure all of that out. Now, next I want to talk about Laia herself a little bit. And I feel like Laia is a very complex character who does change over the course of the book. And part of what drew me to this particular series is that the person that first recommended this book described Laia as a character that develops greatly over the course of the series. And that is my biggest I love character development. So that was what got me originally to want to read these books and I feel like we already got to see some of Laia's development just in these 480 pages of the first book because we see her run away from this responsibility and this duty and she does everything that she can to avoid it and then something happens and she starts to realize that maybe she can't avoid this duty that she was expected to perform in marrying the prince and securing this alliance between her kingdom and his. So we do get some pretty good development for her in this book. However, that doesn't change the fact that she was honestly kind of annoying to me at times because like, for someone who planned this out so carefully, and was so prepared to run away. She didn't seem to think about the consequences all that much. And one of the biggest things that bugged me was that she was constantly taunting people who had power over her. And she didn't seem to learn when that went wrong. And then we see, of course, there's a scene where you find out that she has stolen something from one of the powerful people in her father's court and she left a note and told him exactly who it was that took this thing and that was just kind of I had to stop I had to pause and put the book down and kind of stare off into space a little bit and go that was really not a smart thing to do <laughs> and then you see her do that again later in the book with a different group of characters and it's kind of the same thing. And this happens after someone has come after her because she stole this item from this powerful person. And yet someone comes after her and tries to kill her. And she only escapes because she was saved. And yet she doesn't seem to learn her lesson and know not to taunt the people who have power over her later in the book. And you think that she would learn. And the other thing that really bugs me that kind of goes along with this is that she knows this entire time that she's in danger. She's told by several different people that there is someone who has come after her. And there is rumors of an assassin that's in this town that is after her. And yet she's not cautious about it. And I really hope that this is something that is really addressed in the next book. And... 
the later books in the series where maybe she becomes a little bit more conscious about who it is that she's messing with and maybe can take more into consideration before she acts and is more cautious with her own life because there were honestly things that I'm sitting there going, was that, was that really a smart idea? <laughs> so I'm hoping that we get to see more of that development in her in the later books in the series. And I know I'm, I'm pretty late to the party on this. This book series has been around for a long time. But one of my goals this year is to read at least most of the backlisted books that I have that I have owned and accumulated over the past year or so. So this is a pretty good start, I think. And I feel like this is a pretty good place to wrap up the episode. Of course, if you want to contact me, you can always go to my profile and find the link to my book blog and you can comment on the post that I will be making with the link to this podcast episode or you can send me an email which you can find on my about page. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this. I really liked being able to talk about how I felt about this book and I'm really excited to continue with this project since this is only the first episode and I guess I'll see you guys later and we'll t we can talk about the next book that I'm reading, which will most likely be The Star-Touched Queen by Roshni Chokski. I hope to see you guys again soon. Bye! <laughs>